0: Uh, Just want to record a little something here. Um, It's one of those situations where you just keep on seeing this pop up in the news. Uh, There was a little light there. Uh, It's about North Korea, United States getting a situation where they could actually sit and talk to one another. It's still happening. Um, That's what you want. You don't want this flaring up of egos and uh, fears about people uh, and countries going to clash. Um, You know, this is a situation where, um, one side has the complete ability to uh you know, decimate one other side. Um, once again, you know, the United States could easily um I won't say easily but could destroy North Korea. Um but before that time frame could happen, um you would see a massive loss of life in South Korea and dead U um US Marines coming home. Um after the shelling that would take place within, you know, a two week period before the United States could actually completely own the shores and, uh, get their men into, into there. And you you would see the Korean war. Once again, it lasted a long time. Uh, lots of people dead Why I'm talking about this, because there's still that option that, um, you know, uh, one of the generals that's advising, uh, Donald Trump said to give him, you know, a bloody nose, a bloody nose would be a strategic, strategic, um, you know, shot across the bow, you know, blow up, blow up a site, um, that held their missiles or uh do something that uh would cause you know a catastrophic uh situation to their uh growing nuclear uh armament or their nuclear power plants that they have for their civilian use um you know if it was to move if it was to attack some of their uh key sites that house um their nuclear bombs or uh, their their portable launchers uh, you know, the United States would love to be able to hit that off, but at, that would be at the, the complete, uh, demolition of soul. You know, it's a no win situation. That's why the DMZ has been the way it's been for years. Um, but when you hear the people talking and they're just, they're neat, they're just, uh, especially on the news and I try not to watch it anymore. I, you know, I just find it's too depressing. Um, but you know, this, I have a kid, I have a wife, a family. Uh, Friends, just like everybody else, and uh, it just gets you worried because they're still bringing up nuclear options. And when you say a nuclear option in this world, um, you're basically talking about um, overall destruction, I guess, of of civilization. Um, North Korea is one of the only nuclear powers right now that uh, could be hit with a nuclear bomb, and it doesn't have enough to destroy the world. So what what I mean by that is that um, you know if they estimate about twenty six uh, atomic bombs, um, they're trying to work on hydrogen bombs and hydrogen bombs around uh, probably uh, depending on the size you know as an early estimation from that I can remember from um, around the sixties a hydrogen was about a uh, hundred times stronger than an atomic bomb. Um, that's probably grown since then, so don't take my word for that. Um, and you're seeing. Um, that basically it's the only country they they could hit, and after everything is destroyed, and all the people are dead, that it wouldn't cause um, a massive amount of uh, nuclear fallout to the rest of the world. Although there would be a number of people, uh, a number is probably in the hundreds of thousands that would die after an attack. Um, not to just to mention the regular civilian life that would happen, that would die after the U.S. Um, hit them with a bomb. Um, And not to mention the people that would die if they were able to retaliate uh, with a nuclear weapon um, off the coast of the United States. So, uh, you know, that's something that's uh, abhorrent. It's disgusting. It's something that, uh, you know, nobody wants to uh, believe could possibly happen. Um, And hopefully, you know, the better virtues of humanity uh, keep us straight and narrow on that path, you know, and just use diplomacy to try to figure out our problems. That's uh, the most important part but, um, just um just just on the side note there, it brought up um so it, it was making me think, and I started doing a little bit of research and there's a gentleman named Brian toon who has a um you know a thing on YouTube called uh I've studied nuclear war for thirty five years and you should be worried now this is a gentleman who took the estimates that most people had um for. Uh, nuclear war between powers, um, but was able to um, extrapolate a lot more situational uh, death that would be caused by the fallout, the nuclear winter uh, the burning ash uh, in the stratosphere um, and basically like how that looks and what would what would that leave us with right and their whole his whole point was that you know his estimation. Uh, with him and a couple of his colleagues was that, you know, someone just like India and Pakistan, right, two countries that have a couple of hundred atomic bombs between each other, um, could, in a sense, uh, you know, their generals not knowing or not being told and not estimating their death toll when they have to talk to their leaders, um, that they they could easily, due to the burning of their cities, Uh, And the ash that would be shot into the stratosphere, which doesn't rain, by the way. There's no rain that washes that away. It stays high above uh, the planet. There would be estimated about um, about one to two billion people would die. 400 people on the ground. 400 million people around on the ground. Um, And then uh, that would just be, I guess... That number is just kind of atrocious if you think about it. Just that that that, that kind of makes me sick. But uh, the after effects from um, the the ash plume that would go up and, and spread over the stratosphere that would cause um, farming to start to crumble and um, and the inability to uh, feed people. You're looking at about just between those two countries about 1 to 2 billion people dying. Their population is about 7 billion people. Um, and that's a horrific number. That is, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. And it, it, it once again, disgusting, right? And if you look at um, the nuclear power that the United States or Russia, who, once again, are on uh, non-talking terms, you know, back channels, hopefully you're still talking, but, you know, the removal of diplomats, there's not just something that you can put into the news, but also is um, when the diplomats remove, you're putting a more of aggressive stance towards one another. Um, and you're hoping back channels, anybody with a brain back channels that will be still communicating. Right. Um, so when those two guys go, you're you're looking at, you know, death in China, if they ever went. I mean, it's, it's the end of the world, obviously. Right. You're looking at 90 percent, 90 percent of the population dead from starvation after the original attacks, and that would be 10 nuclear weapons for every city in both Moscow and, uh, sorry, in Russia and the United States, uh, over a population of 150,000. So 10 nuclear weapons for every city with a population over 100,000. So how many people would die there is astronomical. The number is sick. So I guess my whole point of why I want to talk, I want to, want to reach out and I don't know, even if no one listens to this is just say it is uh, because there's no turning back when the, when the, this is a doomsday machine. Uh, this is a situation that you can, you can get out of Kummer, like Cummerheads have prevailed um, and that you should never stop talking. Uh, you know, it won't matter, you know, if, if one launches, uh, you know, the retaliation of another country to launch just one or the ability to just absorb one um, missile um, is beyond, I think, any any government's ability to handle that. So it's, um, and, and when asked, you know, about how a war would look like, would nuclear weapons like stay out of the possibility for um, first firing, um, you know, most of the generals said, you know, it's not likely. Uh, or there might be a chance. Um, and that's kind of uh, not just scary, it's just, it's unbelievable that at the time, 2018, with all the things that we can look at, I mean, I don't even want to go into global warming, but most people don't even look at that now. They just assume things will happen without it that uh, we can't change. Uh, and they'd be right for most part. Um, but this is just one of those situations where. Thinking about this is just, it's too much. So, um, but you need to know that it's not just a laz- lackadaisical number and the pomp and bravado by people that are spilling this trash and garbage and this uh, this death over the airwaves or through uh, through the news um, and they're putting this aside, you know, Russia would be completely destroyed, but America wouldn't be hurt. is not true. I mean, it would be the death of everybody on the planet, except a couple of few that are locked up in bases. Uh, good luck for having a great life after that one. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's not true. Uh, it shouldn't give you ease. It should give you a reprehensible sense of uh, outrage. And we have the ability to now voice outrage in seconds, you know, using social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, any of those kinds of things. Um, and that's what the rate should be. I, I, I mean, it should be zero tolerance for these, these weapons should be destroyed. Um, the idea was that, you know, they were made to try to make quote unquote, uh, war more humane. It would be one, uh, the, the one side that had them would be able to destroy the other side while not losing as much men. But this is a situation where it will kill everybody. So y- use your brain. Uh, when you're getting fed this bullshit and these um, straight-up fucking lies about uh, what it would look like afterwards. Um, I don't want to play a game of Fallout. I'll play a game of Fallout, but I don't want a little one. You know, it's um, it's, uh, too much for the the brain to bear. Um, And uh, I guess that's all I wanted to say. Okay, I'm out.